Welcome to Living Inside Out Today with host Joy Ross. Joy and her guests will help you learn how to think inside out so you can begin experiencing the God-given birthrights of joy, fulfillment, and freedom. Learn micro steps you can take today for macro results. It's time to dissect your everyday way of thinking. Now, here is your host, Joy Ross. Good day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. And welcome to Living Inside Out today. I'm your host, Joy Ross. And I want to invite you guys to go ahead and settle in, relax, grab a pen and paper so that you can jot down some tips and tools that we hope to share with you today to help you to show up as the best version of you and experience more joy, fulfillment, and freedom today. Hey, I want to welcome our first time listeners. If that's you and you're listening for the first time today, we are so glad that you're here. You're in the right place at the right time. And hey, let me know that this was your first time and where you're listening from. You can write to me at livinginsideouttoday at gmail.com. And if you've listened before, welcome back. You guys know that on this show, we are all about spreading positivity, encouragement, And really just having real conversations about challenges and how to overcome them and real stories of personal transformation from the inside out. In fact, my personal transformation story is the reason that I'm doing this show, because for me, I lived life many years of living by society's blueprint, society's checklist for success, focusing on external achievements, external reaching outside of myself to attain things. And basically, I found myself standing on a heap of educational and business success, in quotes, but feeling very unfulfilled and very not happy at all on the inside and wondering, hey, where is this rainbow and pot of gold that society leads us to believe we will find at the end of all of this hard work and grinding and just the hamster wheel? And so while I'm very grateful for whatever amount of business and financial success and and educational achievements that I've had, What I found and what I learned, what I received a deep revelation on is this. All of the things that we humans tend to desire in terms of attainments and achievements, all of those things are completely possible. However, if we want to be happy and fulfilled and have peace and joy once we get those things, Well, that's directly linked to what's happening on the inside of us because there's no amount of money in the bank, no amount of external achievement, no amount of business success, no amount of relationships, finding the right person or none of those things can truly provide internal fulfillment, joy and peace that we all want. So I share my personal journey of how I went from being disappointed, disillusioned, addicted and feeling stuck to experiencing true freedom, fulfillment, and joy, um, and how the power of love literally changed my life and transformed me from the inside out. I share about that in my books, How to Break the Cycles of Temptation, Addiction, and Guilt from the Inside Out, and The Truth About Trust, 
the key to thriving in any relationship. So, hey, if you're listening right now and you're struggling with any type of addiction, whatever it is, whether it's addiction to food, addiction to drugs, addiction to sex, addiction to whatever, um, then you might want to check out that How to Break the Cycles of Temptation, Addiction, and Guilt book. If you are struggling right now in your relationships with people, perhaps feeling like you go through cycles of relationships and in every relationship, you end up feeling heartbroken, you end up feeling disappointed, you end up feeling disillusioned, then, hey, I really believe that there's something in the truth about trust um, in that book and in my personal journey dealing with trust and walking through steps to get on the other side. I think that there's something in there that can help you. So you can find both of those books on Amazon, or you can go to my website, joyross.com, click the products tab, and you'll find the books there. And you'll also find a few free resources that you can download as well. I am not sharing this information just for the purpose of self-promotion, not at all. In fact, these books were really divinely inspired. And I truly believe that we can all learn lessons from other people's life. So that is what's in my heart. I believe there's something that can help you in those books. And hey, I've got a special announcement. I am really excited to announce that earlier this week, my third book, uh, Becoming Dynamic, Stories of Women Rising to Greatness Despite Their Circumstances, launched and it's a collection of stories from roughly 20 women who've overcome challenges and whose lives have really truly been transformed as a result. And the amazing Lisa Nichols wrote the foreword and hosted our launch party. And we've already hit the number one bestsellers list. I'm really excited about that. You guys can find that book on Amazon as well. Again, it's Becoming Dynamic, Stories of Women Rising to Greatness Despite Their Circumstances. And I'm really happy to announce that with that book, all of the proceeds from the ebook download are going to charity to help teens. So check out that book. Um, But enough about all of that. Speaking of dynamic women who have overcome challenges and who are pursuing their purpose, I'm so excited to announce my guest today. I have with me in the studio, Dr. Vernita Glenn-White, affectionately called Dr. V. Dr. V is a strategic life and leadership coach, consultant, speaker, author, and creator of the Embrace Your Brilliance framework. She's also founder of the School of Brilliance. Dr. V works with high-level individuals and their teams across the globe to help them up-level their zone of genius, influence, and impact. Dr. V is also a former educator and college professor, but she left the comfort and stability of academia to pursue a greater purpose of transforming how people teach, lead, and serve. And if that's not enough, she's also author of Embracing Grit for Greatness, a book that she wrote to show high-achieving, ambitious women and men that they can be powerful professionally and personally without shrinking in the presence of others. Dr. V is a proud member of Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority, and she recently received their 2022 Dr. Emery O. Jackson Journalism Award, which is awesome. So Dr. V, welcome to the show. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Joy, for that. And I love your 
um, talk about the books and congratulations on your latest project. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, thank you. And it's my absolute pleasure, uh, treasure, pleasure. <laughs> I talked so much during the launch book party. It's like, oh, my words. Um, it is my absolute pleasure to have you on the show. And I know that this conversation today is really going to be fruitful. And I really believe before we even get into it, that people will be encouraged by your story and helped. So let's get into it. Hey, Dr. V, I like to begin each discussion with you telling us about something that you've recently overcome. So like, what's one challenge that perhaps you had to overcome today or this past week? Uh, and how did you overcome it? Oh, wow. So many things this past week and it's only Tuesday, right? <laughs> or Thursday oh, no, right? when you, when you um, hear this. So I'll, I'll share this one. Um, I am currently working on my third book and I've come across, it's, it's a different approach. You know, it's not going to be self-published. I'm looking, you know, to go into a different arena of publishing so the whole process of writing a book proposal and understanding how to pitch and do that, that is different and challenging for me. And I was in my head a little bit, you know, it's mm. like, oh my gosh, um, how am I going to do this? I'm so used to, if I want to write something, I write it, but to be so concise, it just took me back to my dissertation days of writing a proposal before the actual study. And so I had to shift my mind and say, you've kind of been here before, you know, the reason why you got that dissertation is because you had to do a proposal. Same thing. I mean, you know, in general, mm -hmm. in theory. So I had to remind myself that, that I had evidence of success. And although this may be something different, the concept is still the same. So while I was stuck in my head for weeks, <laughs> for weeks, <laughs> just earlier this week, I, I had to calm myself down, talk to myself and give myself credit and then allow myself to just go through the process without having it all figured out. Mm. Oh, I love that. Uh, you know why? Because we talk a lot about mindset on this sh show. And even for a person like you, who's very accomplished, I think it's good for people to hear that, hey, even people who have achieved a lot, right, still have to overcome in our journey, like the mind chatter, right? Um, and those beliefs. And I think one, one little tip that I heard in there, so I'll repeat it, is when we find ourselves having to do something and we're, we get that doubt, right? And those like really limiting beliefs, you said what you did is you reminded yourself, that, hey, wait a minute, I've done something like this before. So we can all do that and remember what you've come through in the past and just borrow that confidence to get through this present thing, right? Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Okay. So Dr. V, let's talk a little bit about your story, like what you're doing in the world today. Um, can you just tell us what are you, what are you doing in the world right now in your business and what types of people are you helping? Great question. So I, I've been dealing with this, really getting clear and having clarity. And, and I want to say it's really not that. It's about being honest about the people I want to serve and not focusing on who I think I'm supposed to serve or who people think I'm supposed to serve. 
So mm-hmm. I like the phrase um, a solutionist because I've always been really great at solving problems. And so now I focus on helping women and men, mainly women, but uh, women and men figure out their mind blocks and then creating solutions to their pathways. I love saying practical applications to complex situations because sometimes we think things are so big and it was like, well, if we just break it down and just look at the steps, it's really practical ways to figure this out. So, and then another thing that I did, so it's through coaching one way and then consulting and speaking, but then I also wanted to find a way to provide different solutions if people are not if I'm not the coach for them. So for example, I have an e-commerce business and that can be for two ways. Some people would come to me with health concerns while I was coaching them. And I was like, well, I'm a doctor, but not that kind of doctor. <laughs> so uh, with my e-commerce um, business, I'm able to say, hey, I have some things that you can actually look at that could potentially help you. Of course, you know, talk to your physician, but I just love that. Like I have another way of providing a solution for someone And then another way, if someone wanted to start a business, but they may not want to do like the the typical start your online course or become a speaker, there's also an avenue to do that. And then I have some other things, but I'm setting myself up to be a problem solver or a a way in for people to, to figure out how to live their best lives, to be personally empowered. That's what I like to say from my book, personally empowered to, to live the life that you deserve or that you have in your head, you can make it a reality. So that's what I'm doing in the world today. I love how you said that, a solutionist, right? So that's really looking out for the whole person. And I'm going to have a solution for you when you're working with me, right? And whether that's me providing it or me connecting you with somebody else. I love that. Um, I might borrow that and start calling myself a solutionist. <laughs> you can. <laughs> so it sounds like the group of people that you work with, uh, it's a diverse group, right? So you said women and men, people who are experiencing some mental blocks. So in the group of people that you work with, are there some common themes and challenges that you see? Um, and and what are those? Like, what are the main challenges? Oh, absolutely. So most of these um, individuals, men and women, are high level, high, highly accomplished. Just all the things like you named in the beginning of your intro have all of the success on paper. I like to call them lopsided, very high on the professional, but low on the personal. So I help them tap into their natural, their born gifts. Like, what? why were you here before you got all of your degrees? Let's look at that. And then how do we use that to enhance what you've learned. I call that your learned brilliance. So when we put those two together, then you start looking at how you're having a full life. So I like to, you know, the the personal side, the 12 areas of life or the nine environments, however you want to classify it, you realize that it's more to you than your career, your titles and your positions. So let's go into that other side and stop being so lopsided. <laughs> like oh. find help you tap into all of those areas so you can show up as your best self. So then if you are still in your career, if you're, you're coming, you're going into that career as a better whole person and not just focusing on that one particular thing, because if your career falls apart, you, you should have some other things to help you say, well, I'm still holding complete even without that. 
But then I find that when the career isn't where it's supposed to be, then sometimes the people I work with and even myself included, we don't feel like we're holding complete because we put everything in that one place. So I help the women and men. That's their common trait, trying to find like who they are outside of that. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So you mean they feel like I felt <laughs> when when I crashed? <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. That, and I think there are a whole lot of people out there like that. And you, uh, for people who are watching the video, you guys know I look down because I'm taking notes myself on what uh, the guest is saying here. So Bernita, you dropped a lot. And what we're going to do is we're going to take a short break. But on the other side of this break, we're going to come back, pick up this conversation because I'm interested about this 12 areas of life. Maybe you can just like quickly go tell us what a few of those are. And then, of course, we want to drop a couple of tips for people who um, are in this group of people that you described, right? So you guys don't go anywhere. We are just getting into the thick of our conversation with Dr. V. We're going to take a short break and we will be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you are wondering why you can't seem to attain that feeling of joy, fulfillment, and freedom in your life, then you need to listen to Living Inside Out today. Your host, Joy Ross, will help guide you away from the outside-in way of thinking you've been taught to live. Joy and her expert guests will dispel myths and expose the beliefs that subconsciously hold us hostage, preventing us from experiencing true joy, fulfillment, abundance, and freedom. Living Inside Out today, Thursdays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. You are listening to Living Inside Out today with Joy Ross. Have a question for Joy or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Here again is Joy Ross. And welcome back from that break, everybody. So we are here with Dr. V. And before we went to commercial break, Dr. V, you were explaining the types of people that you um, help the most, both men and women who are high level, high accomplished, and basically people who have lived, I'm going to borrow your word, a lopsided life, right? Like focusing (laughs) mainly on their professional development, professional achievements, and not as much on themselves as an individual. And so you mentioned, um, and by the way, I love 
your approach to helping people? Because what you're really describing is a whole person approach, right? Because we are more than just what we do. So you had mentioned that there are 12 areas of life. I jotted that down and I'm like, oh, well, what are those? Uh, So for me and the listeners, can you just like rattle off maybe some of them or most of them? What are those? Absolutely. I started researching this. So it's not mine. I didn't come up with it. But I learned that we we hear a lot about, oh, my personal side and my professional side. But then when I had to identify, well, what really is my personal side? What does that look like? So that is, you know, your relationships. And you can break that down with friends, family, romantic. You can talk about your finances, which is I think is separate from your career. How are you building legacy? Even mm-hmm. into your creativity, what are you doing to express yourself? And then your health, like your physical health. And then, of course, wellness. I know some people like to put health and wellness together. But Mm. I found that some people are very fit and in shape with their bodies, but not mentally and doing that wellness part. And even your intellect is another area. Yes, we may have Mm. all of these degrees and credentials, but what books are you reading? Are you trying to learn another language? How else are you expanding your mind? Um, For some others, it could be parenthood, being very intentional about the the kind of parent or or guardian or caretaker um, that you want to be. And then Mm. some other areas, um, like I said, your hobbies, your creativity, your relationships, who you are at your core. Do you know yourself? That's the main one, your values (laughs) Mm. and things like that. So I learned that from, you know, some Mind Valley has one. I know Lisa Nichols talks about the nine environments. In my book, I talk about the power pentagon, which are five. So I think it's important, like you can start off with five and then slowly expand because it's all about self-expansion. And then when you look at it that way, then your professional side of your career is just a drop in the bucket of who you are. Mm. Oh my gosh, I love that. Okay, girl, I'm signing up for your program (laughs) myself because that is just... I love, love, love that. Thank you for breaking that down for us. So let's talk about this uh, brilliance, right? So you have um, Own Your Brilliance um, Academy or whatever you call it. Um, What, how do we know if we are brilliant? Like, how do you define brilliant? You know, do, do we need to be um, highly educated to consider ourselves brilliant? Is it about that? Is it about achievements? What is brilliance and how do we know whether we have brilliance in us? That is a great question. And it leads back to the block that I had that we mentioned of the struggle, the challenge that I had for earlier this week. And I remember talking to a group about the, the next book I want to write. And it is talking about brilliance. And I was putting out some titles and I was like, I think brilliance is a privilege. And then some people were like, well, I don't think I would pick that up because I don't think I'm brilliant. And I was like, I don't think that's true. The How people think about brilliance has nothing to do with the level of degrees that you have. I think that brilliance is who you are. What are I call it your, your, your born brilliance and your learned brilliance. We all mm-hmm. came into this world with a set of skills, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. gifts and talents of who we are. And then I think for a lot of the, the people that I work with, highly educated, I think we've, we've pushed, and I say we, cause I'm included. I think we've pushed down our natural instincts and things that we were born with to go learn some brilliance. And while I, I am grateful for all of the brilliance that I have, what I learned and the, the men and women that I talk with, they love their accomplishments, 
But then I started thinking about, well, what if you were able, and I have a visual so the people on the podcast won't see it. <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've had our born brilliance, but then we stuffed it with our learned brilliance on top. So when mm-hmm. I talk about brilliance, I want to undo that. What if we take what we've learned, all of the trainings and everything that we've had, and then put our born brilliance on top of that, who we were meant and designed to be. That is the privilege of how phenomenal and unstoppable we can truly be once we understand how we were actually designed, what we were called to do and what we were born to create. Mm, Oh my gosh. I love that. So then essentially, if I heard you right, we are all brilliant because we're (laughs) born with, yeah, we're born brilliant. And it's a matter Mm -hmm. of discovering, Mm -hmm. really uncovering Uncovering. Mm -hmm. that brilliance and then tapping into that. Wow. What if we all did that? Like what kind of world would that be? I think we will have a lot of solutions to the problems that we have in the world. I really do believe that. I believe we have, we hold the key to what is happening. And it's, it's very synergetic, synergy, synergy. (laughs) There is a word in it. Synergistic. Synergistic. (laughs) That's what it is. And if I'm operating at my highest level of brilliance, and you're operating at your highest level of brilliance. If we connect and we actually work together, who knows what we're we're here to create and what we can can do and produce and how that solves somebody else's problems and it becomes a ripple effect. I think some of the issue is it's been pushed down so much so we're just operating like how we went to school, what our degrees are in just based on our careers and even in our professional lives if we've given if we give ourselves the opportunity or permission to be brilliant at our job, who knows what we could be creating while we're in our careers. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I think it's important for us to really uncover and, and tap into our born brilliance more so than we have our learned brilliance. Yeah, I love that, Dr. V. So, hey, you guys listening, let me just say it again, because this is a point we really want to drive home today. You are brilliant. You were born with brilliance in you. And so if you don't write down anything else today, if you don't take away anything else, although I'm sure you'll take away many more things because we got other topics to talk about today, but that's a key one. You guys, we all have brilliance in us. So don't let anybody tell you that that's not the case. In your core, you are brilliant. So Dr. V, I'm going to ask you on that note, about uncovering our brilliance. Are there any particular um, steps or routines that you have found um, work in terms of daily habits, you know, ways to put ourselves in a space of being able to focus inward and um, tap into that um, brilliance? Like, are there any things that you do on the daily? Oh, absolutely. It, a lot of it starts with self-reflection and being to be able to ask yourself some hard questions, looking at the decisions that you've made and not in a bad way, not judging yourself, but why did I do this particular thing? Or what am I actually passionate about? Why did I choose this particular career path that I'm in? Or why did I make these certain decisions? And I think that starts helping you to uncover who you are at your core and thinking 
like what you know getting to know yourself sometimes i think especially as high achievers we just do things like on the go constantly and we're constantly mm-hmm. moving and that's what we were we were designed that way we went to school everything was move 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 and we haven't had the time to sit and reflect so that's one thing i am constantly meditating sitting with myself asking god reading the bible answering questions you know from mm-hmm. uh, personal um self help books like you know i think a lot of us read them but a lot of them have questions in there taking the time to answer those. That's one. Um, Another thing is doing, following your intuition. And this is something I just really start leaning into. Whenever you get an inkling to do something, some people like, I like to call it a divine download. I heard you mention divine download. Some people say, you know, that feeling, do that. And I believe that that starts getting you closer to who you were already created to be, even if it's something outside of, what you've been quote unquote trained to do. So leaning into your intuition, like for me to write this next book, I wasn't, it wasn't on my radar to do that, but I got this inkling or this divinely inspired idea. I was like, okay, well, let me do that. When it came to wanting to create my own, my own courses as a a coach or a consultant, I was like, well, I did this when I was a professor well, let me try to do it with other people like outside of that space. So just trying things and then being okay with the course correction and releasing that you have to know everything. And then another thing is surrounding myself with people who are further along than I am, smarter than I am, more connected than I am. And sometimes that can be a scary thing as a a high achieving person, a top level person, because we're always supposed to know and we're expected to know. But releasing that, it helps you to say, and and they pull things from my experience. They pull things out of you that you didn't know were inside of you. You start getting these desires like, oh, you are writing books or you have a podcast. I never thought about that. And I'm not saying that you copy everything, but you'll start feeling something on the inside. And that's how you know you can start tapping into your true brilliance and expanding your life and start, you know, opening up your mind to to different things. So those are just a few things that I do on a regular. (laughs) Uh Oh, my gosh, this is so rich. You guys, I'm going to repeat back what I wrote in my notes. So uh, if you are taking notes, here's what I captured. These are some daily habits, uh, some things to incorporate into your week to tap into and uncover your inner brilliance. Meditate. Ask yourself questions really with no judgment. But why did I make this choice or why am I doing what I'm doing? So you can really start to become more self-aware. Thirdly, follow your intuition, that little voice that tells you, that nudges you, listen to that because that voice is leading you in a direction that's aligned with your inner brilliance. And then fourthly, release that thing that we sometimes have that says, oh my gosh, I need to know everything. Let that go. And then finally, really pay attention to your community and connect with people who are further along and release the release that intimidation that can come with that, right? Um, Oh my gosh, that's so good. It's so great having a former professor on. I feel like I'm in class. Um, I love it. I love it. So let's talk about 
Um, I want to stay on your journey. Uh, let's talk about, speaking of you being a former professor, how you got from there to here, what you're doing in the world today. So before you became the life strategist and coach that you are today, you had earned if I remember correctly, five degrees, which first of all, congratulations, <laughs> um, you had earned five degrees and you were working as a professor. So how did you go from professor to life coach? Was that something that you felt you were being called to do? No, I did not sign up for this. <laughs> I like to say it chose me, but yeah. in all seriousness, I started off as a, a K-12 educator, a teacher. And when I look back, that's part of looking at the evidence. I realized I had been doing that this entire time when I was teaching students, when I was even teaching tutoring or working with some of my peers, I've always been uncovering other people's brilliance and helping them to figure out other areas of their life so they can show up and learn this math content. Like, let's work on whatever is going on outside of there because I need you to get this content. So that has been a running theme. I didn't know that at the time, but that had been a, a running theme for me. And then I transitioned to being a college professor. And that's where I really tapped into understanding the whole person outside of just the content. Because I, when I say content, it's like, you need to know this math, the science, <laughs> and you need to know it. You need to know how to educate. Forget everything else. This is it. Mm -hmm. um, but it really helped me to say, wait a minute. These students and these adults are having some other issues and it's blocking them from getting at the core of this content. They were having trouble because they had some life things happening. So when I would teach my students, I had to shut down like a whole semester of teaching mathematics because some things were happening and I was like, okay, we got to get to who you all are and what's really going on because you're, you're about to be responsible for other humans. So we need mm -hmm. to tap in to figure out what that issue is. Wow. So that's really deep. And, and how you just responded there really uh, links back to what you were saying in terms of the process of uncovering our brilliance, because I think what you said, a lot of us can relate to in that you were going down one path. And while you were teaching, you were tapping into this innate ability to see inside of people. And you saw, wait a minute, it's more than just they can't learn math, right? Mm -hmm. So... Ah, it chose you. So I love that. I'm going to, I'm getting a little note here that we are up for our next break and our final break. So I'm going to put a pin because we're just going to pause and pick all of this up on the other side of this break. You guys stay with us. We will be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We're on Alexa smart speakers and connected devices. Hey, Alexa, play Being Here podcast on Apple Podcasts. Try it now. <laughs> 
Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel with a replay of the show Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you dream about success but wonder how to get there? Hillary DeCesar and her guests will reveal how they relaunched into lives they only dreamt about. Their stories will inspire and surprise you and ignite your inner sparks. The Relaunch, Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. Have a question for Joy or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Here again is Joy Ross. So welcome back, everybody. We are going into our final segment here. Can you guys believe that? So we are here with Dr. V and she's really giving us some tips, like a a life, I feel like we're in a life class, learning how (laughs) to uncover our brilliance and giving us lots of tips and tools so far. So Dr. V, before we went to break, you were sharing how you went from being in the world of academia and being a professor to doing what you do now. And you essentially said, you didn't choose this, it chose you. But then looking back, you realize that the signs were always there. You just didn't see them. Right. So I want to pick up there because there's something in this. A lot of times we don't see Mm -hmm. our own innate callings uh, and brilliance, so to speak. So what was it that helped you see? Was it that you linked up with community and other people started to, you know, shine the spotlight or did you have like an aha divine download or what, how, how did that, how did you uncover? All of that. So as I was working with my students, it was a reflection of what was going on in my personal life. And prior to me getting my doctorate degree, my mother and my grandfather passed three weeks apart before I entered into my doctoral program. Being the higher achiever that I am, I rushed through all the grieving steps. I was like, okay, I got to get through this because I have to go to school. They died January, February. I was scheduled to go to school that August, full time, leaving my career. So I finished my PhD in three years, rushing through. And I was like, okay, now the next thing they said, I'm supposed to be this professor. Let me do that. But not really understanding what was happening personally with the relationships and grieving and all of that. When I started working with my students, it was a mirror and I kept bumping up against issues. And then I had already started reading some self-help books. So I was already started asking myself those questions and things like that and praying to God, like, well, show me. Well, he was showing me <laughs> with the issues with my students. And I was like, okay, it has to be something bigger than this. And um, I won't get into too much into it, but I wanted to become a speaker. I started looking up speaking, but then it led to like, I didn't know who I was anymore. 
So I started, it all came about when I went to a um, transformational retreat. And that's where I started unlocking things. And I was like, oh, I started tapping into who I was, started dealing with issues that I had overlooked, really dealing with grief and depression, not realizing I was operating. I could, I was fully functional and fully depressed. Didn't know that. So when I could pick up on things in my students, instead of headbutting with the students, after I came from the retreat, I had tools and strategies to help them. Helping my students led to me helping educators um, at school districts and other universities. And then I I saw the common theme when you asked me, well, what they have in common. I realized there were a lot more high achieving, highly credentialed, highly educated people who were operating, but not living and not realizing why am I feeling this way? Because we're supposed to know the answers. We're supposed to know the, how to figure things out, but I couldn't figure out who I was and I'm helping my students figure out. And then now I had grown men saying, I didn't realize who I was or what my actual values were. And I'm 40, 45 years old. Mm. And then that's what snowballed into, wow. If you are able to get to this level with all of that junk, <laughs> imagine who you could be once we start clearing out those other areas <laughs> of your life and to and and how you would show up professionally um, in that space. So that's what led me really like my own what was happening with me, saw it in my students, started doing that. Somebody saw the work I was doing with my students and then they invited me you know, to a a bigger scale. And then I was like, well, I guess this is it. (laughs) Wow. That is fascinating. There's something that you said that really pricks my spirit because I, I believe that there might be people listening right now who are quote, fully functional and fully depressed all at the same time. So I'm just going to ask you, like, what are a couple of signs that like how can people know hey is that me like what are some some things to look for so when the one thing is I there was a period of time where I was living with my my grandmother because I graduated my PhD with no job offers and it was a situation that happened where I had to release my mother's house so essentially I was like homeless and I'm putting that in quotes because actually Mm -hmm. I had my grandmother Um, and I remember still going, I I was a college professor still going to work. But then when I would get to my grandmother's house, I would crash on her couch and just be there for hours. And I I call this a a section of my book, bum doc. And Mm. this is no disrespect to how people think about quote unquote bums, but I just felt like here I am this doctor, but I don't feel like I'm worthy of anything. And I'm just going to lay here on this couch. And my grandmother day after day, she would come back and look at me and be like, it's is this what you're going to do? And mm. she was it wasn't, she was still loving, but it was just seeing her day after day coming back. Like, this is what you're going to do. Um, I was not having great relationships with my, my little sister always arguing or just, just being, I just felt like I had to like be her mom and not her sister. So that was calling a rift causing a rift between my grandmother and I in some family situations. Couldn't keep like romantic relationships. Then I started noticing some patterns I was doing financially that I had never done before. Um, Either hoarding so much to where I felt like I couldn't do anything 
or spending so much to where, well, this is the only thing I could control. Um, eating, drinking, just things out of my normal character. And that's why I said Mm. it's important if you start asking yourself those questions to know who you are, that helps you to know, like, wait a minute, something is off. And then things like what happened in the world and I would be numb. I'm like, oh, of Mm. course, that sounds bad, but it didn't penetrate because I was numb. So again, Mm. I can show up. I'm, I mean, I'm in a sorority, I'm in organizations, I have friends, I have a social life, but outside of that, when it was time to shut that off, it was a, a true shutdown. So those were, so those were some of my signs. And these are some of the things that I've seen in others as well. Mm-hmm. For people, thank you for that um, extensive list. And for people who can find themselves, can see themselves in any of those things that you mentioned, what is like one thing, one step that you would advise them to take today Hmm. to move forward, to get out of that? Okay. It it may not sound as groundbreaking, but I actually had to identify where was my starting point and it was gratitude. And I really had to, and my grandmother helped me with this. She was like, you have a career, you finish school, you have a roof to be, you know, you have a place to lay out <laughs> on this couch. I mean, I had a bed, but I would crash on the couch. And, and, and every day before I could move, I had to find five things I had to be grateful for. Even if it was, I have shoes, I have clothes, like the small things, because I was looking at everything that had been taken away from me. The realization that I don't have my mother and my grandfather my life is not how I planned it to be because I'm a planner. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. You don't get all these degrees without planning, right? But uh, the Lord really had to sit with me and say, "Are you, really? I need you to be grateful that you can actually breathe and not take that for granted. You can actually move. So it's nothing huge, but it's gratitude. And I had to, and it's not a one day thing. I had five every single day, no matter what. And to get myself to move. And that's one thing um, that I did. Not not even just say it. I had to literally write it down and then say it so I can have it, feel it in my soul and then have a record of it. I love that. That's one powerful thing. So you guys, if that's if you are seeing yourself in any of these symptoms, um, gratitude just every day, day after day three to five things that you're grateful for. And that has the power really. And we've talked about the power of gratitude on the show before. There's power in that. Something happens internally and that really does have the power to shift something. So I love that. So, okay, let's pivot here and go to a little fun segment that I'm going to call You Said, right? So in a, in a previous conversation, <laughs> you may not have known this, but as we were talking, I was taking notes as I always do. And I jotted down some quotes, some <laughs> Dr. V quotes. So I'm just going to lob out uh, one of these quotes and then have you tell us what you meant by that. <laughs> so you said, quote, I always knew how to get into a room but I didn't know what to do once I got there. Ah! So this, is, this was you and your former life, right? So what did that, what, what does that mean? Oh, wow. Okay. So one example that came to my mind, I knew how to get into the rooms, but I didn't know what to do with them. So 
I've always been able to, like, if it was in church, and I probably got this from my mom, if it was in church, I knew we would navigate and I knew how to be in the rooms with the pastors and, you know, the people that were, you know, the people. When I was an undergrad, I knew how to um, be with the president of the university and work on committees with her. Even as a college professor, I knew how to work with the provost. And again, the university president, that's not normal. You know, everyone doesn't do that. Um, in this space of personal development, I've been able to work with some very well-known, <laughs> you know, coaches and be in the room, be in their, in their home. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until recently that I, I learned that how to leverage those relationships, how mm-hmm. to feel like I'm worthy enough to provide value in those rooms to, to go to another dimension or another level. So it's one thing to be in these spaces, but what is that going to do for my larger vision and my larger mission? I didn't know how to connect to things. And I learned that it was a, it was a, it was an issue with worthiness. So I could get in there and I can, I can mingle with the best, but knowing deep down inside, it was like, wow, I wish I, I had that relationship to where I can say, Hey, this is what I'm, I'm trying to do. How can I support you? And you help me. I didn't know to do that. So I can get in with the best of them, but now I'm learning. Well, it's not enough just to get into the rooms. You have to know how to leverage that opportunity. Mm, wow. Thank you for explaining that. And that's a <laughs> that's a perfect segue into my next little you said. So you also said, quote, I was having an identity crisis at one point. So I'm going to ask you, what are what are the symptoms of an identity crisis as you experienced it? And most importantly, what are a couple of steps that you took to break out of that? Oh, wow. Well, this is something I don't talk about often. And you brought this up to help me to actually say it. One part was being released from being a college professor. I'm fired. <laughs> I'll say that. And. I've spent my entire life literally in education as a student, <laughs> learning degrees, and then as a college professor. So you don't get more entrenched into that. So when I got fired from the university, it was like, oh my gosh, who am I outside of doctor? It mm. took forever to earn, to, to understand and call myself doctor. And now that I own the title, what does that mean if I'm not connected to an institution? What does that mean if I no longer operate in the quote unquote STEM space? Because that's what people see me as. Mm. And so who am I outside of that? Like, I know who Vernita is. I am good at her. But who was Dr. Vernita without that that position? Mm. So the identity crisis, how I realized that was when I would go and act like I couldn't do anything else. Like, oh, I had to be this. I didn't fully embrace this new pathway of a life strategist because I still wanted to dabble in being a consultant in the STEM space, right? Um, being triggered at every everything university. <laughs> and, and that's how I know that, okay, we got to work on something here. And um, not and then having some of that flashback, some of that trauma of being on the tenure track and thinking that I had to um have perfectionism and mm. and everything that I had to do or worried about what somebody was gonna say because I was constantly being judged, 
and going through that. So when that started coming up and I was like, oh, we're, we're still operating in this old space, this old identity. Mm. So those are just some things. And I had to say, wait a minute. I had to separate myself. It was like, regardless, can nobody take away anything that I've earned? And I am good if somebody calls me Vernita. I am good if somebody calls me Dr. V or Dr. Glenn White. I'm good with all of them. And that took a lot of self-discovery and answering questions and being, and, and here's the big one, understanding the value that I provide in every situation. And that's how I've dealt with that identity <laughs> crisis. Wow. Dr. V, I love that answer. And um, wow, what a story of a person who really had, you could tell that you really spent a lot of time putting <laughs> in, putting in the work. And I love that. And so I want to let you let people know, because I'm serious. I'm like, girl, I think I need to sign up for your program. <laughs> um, so for people out there who are listening, who want to learn more about what you do or maybe connect via one of your programs, how can people connect with you? How can they reach you? Well, two of the best ways. One, I have my book is Embracing Grit for Greatness, Becoming Professionally Powerful Through Personal Empowerment. And that's where we talk about all of the things we talked about here. And the other part is getting my free masterclass, which is True Brilliance, Moving from Resume to Reinvention. And you can get that by going to Dr. Vernita Glenn hyphen white.com slash start dash here. Okay. Thank you for that. You guys heard that. So check out her book, go online, get that free masterclass. It's free. Did she say that it was free? Let me repeat that. It's free. <laughs> so why would you not yeah. sign up for the free masterclass? Dr. V, it has been a joy having you here today. And you guys, we're out of time. So I want to thank you all for listening and tuning in with us today and hanging with us. Uh, and let me know what spoke to you. I know that as Dr. V was dropping those gems, that there was something that she said that inspired you, encouraged you, or made you have an aha moment. So we want to know what that is. So let me know. Write to me at livinginsideouttoday at gmail.com. And before we go, I will leave you all with this final tip. And you know, around here, TIP is an acronym that stands for Transformation is Possible. And it is possible. We want you to know that. And it begins with making a choice to live inside out today. Until next week, love and peace. Thanks for listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. We hope today's episode has been insightful and helped open the doors in your life to the joy, fulfillment, and freedom you have been seeking. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.